Yes, yes, yes. Glad to have you back around. We got Dame in the building. Of course, I'm K, and this is the Biscayne Breakdown. Um, you know how we do when we give you a little bit more in-depth coverage. Um, just try to talk a little more nuanced Miami Heat basketball than we do on the regular Miami Heat versus the World Pod. Um, of course, a part of that network. First of all, how you doing, Dean? Oh, man. I'm excited. Happy. Good game last night. Uh, we got to update you. Your intro video, man. It's like you're being in, in, interrogated. Right. No, that was something that um, me and Joel had definitely talked about um, as far as like um, at some point in the near future of just updating all of it. Um, my visuals are a bit more clear now. So I'm assuming <laughs> even if we had to do it like outside um, of capturing live, you know what I mean? Show feed. I'm sure we could go about doing it. But no, that's a brilliant idea. Make a note, Joe. We'll get it done. Um, you started by talking about the Heat's last game, which was last night. We're coming in, we're coming at you live Saturday around 2 p.m. So that means that the Miami Heat are coming off of a victory over the Hawks on Friday night. Um, and the jump right, yeah, the jump right into that one. Um, you had a lot of good things going. Of course, Jimmy Butler didn't play. Um, you did get Kevin Love back, who had missed the previous game. Um, against the magic, right? Yeah, against the magic, magic? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. you right. did get him back on the floor, he made contributions. Um, wasn't as total of a contribution as he had made throughout the course of the time that Bam was out, but he still made big plays when they counted the most for the Miami Heat. Um, you know, of course, you had Duncan with this huge fourth quarter. Um, you had oh, Tyler Hero opening up the scoring. Um, in the first quarter, in the first half, like that for the Miami Heat. And you had Bam giving contributions where he typically does. You know, Bam shot selection is a big thing on Twitter today, but maybe we'll get to that. Maybe we won't. Um, give me your thoughts on the game. What what what, what was your biggest takeaway from the Miami Heat's latest that, win on Friday night over the Hawks, Dean? That, that was one of my favorite games this year that I that I watched so far. That that was one of my, my favorite games. Um, Tyler... Since he came back, I know he's getting a lot of crap since he came back. It, by the way, it was a good game. I, I don't know why Bam's getting hate either on, on Twitter. I see you know people coming at Bam. Uh, um, I think it was foolish. Yeah, he didn't might have been shot the ball so great uh last game, but he was an all-around player. Like that, like that's what I want to see. I want to see like I want to see this Bam. Yeah, we want him to shoot the ball better, but he was great. And I know we probably talk about that later on in the show. But boy, um I talk about Tyler here. I know I said, K, and we talked about this a lot, that whatever Tyler do in the regular season, I don't care. I don't care if he averaged 35. I don't care if he averaged 15. It doesn't, it doesn't move me because I want to see what he does in the playoffs. K, I was lying. And I, and I, I apologize for lying to you. But he... he, he he this this the way he's playing it has moved me for the simple fact is because his game has grown. Yes, he's putting up great numbers, but I'm looking past the numbers. I still don't want to see him as my my primary point guard. But he, he he's become smarter with his shot selections. He still takes some some pretty bad ones, but not as often. Um, he, he was he was actually wasn't that bad with the ball in his hands last night. He had. I know he had a couple turnovers, but he's been pretty good, and he's been solid on the defensive end. Tyler Hero has been solid on the defensive end. He, he I'm not saying he's, you know, Tony Allen or somebody, but he's been he's been pretty solid. 
he he made some clutch shots down the stretch. He had some a pretty some pretty good stops. I seen that he, you know he ain't diving for no more loose balls last night as we seen what happened. But all around, I, I'm giving Tyler a, a A plus grade. Man, he he's been he's been fantastic since he's been coming back. And I, I like I said just a couple seconds ago, whatever he's did in the regular season, I said it wasn't going to move me, but it. It 100% does, and I did want to see Tyler come off the bench, and I wanted to start dunking, but I, so far, so good from Tyler. He, you know, he's playing like an all-star. He's playing like an all-NBA player. Like, he deserves an all-NBA nod, if we honestly speaking. I, I can't name two other shooting guards in the Eastern Conference has been, that have been playing better than Tyler. So while I will agree with you when he's on the floor, um, he has played at a very high level this season. The only thing you could say about that is that he did miss, um, you know what I mean, those three, four weeks. So you've got other people that have been playing across more time. His sample size just isn't big enough, and that'll be the argument against him once it comes time to hand out awards, give accolades, anything like that. But to your point, um, against the Atlanta Hawks on Friday night, it was 11 of 21 for in the field. 7 of 13 from three-point range. That's 52.4% from the field, 53.8%. Wait, wait. He was – what was he from three? What was he from three? Seven, seven of 13. Seven for 13? Wow. Yep. It don't even 50, seem like – 53.8%. It don't even – I, I now, remember I remember when, when, when he hit what – when he hit that – uh, what was that, in the third quarter, fourth quarter, when he hit that side, that, that – that little step back three, or the the little and he re, he reads and whenever he hit that his 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 fourth three, it he remade it known. It was a pretty good move too, but I, I didn't know he. Made are you you not uh, are you not talking? Hold on, are you talking about the one over Capella late in the shot clock? I think yeah, that that might be the one. I I think that was that was his seventh one. I think that was his seventh. Because Eri, yeah, because Eri alluded to the. 10-3 game he had at that moment, I want to say. Okay, yeah. Wow. No. I mean, no, he was shooting it last night. And yeah, I mean, shooting it. to, to the point that everything. you made. Well, I mean, but see, that's the thing, though. I mean, and that goes to your point. It's like since, you know, you, you saw it at the beginning of this year, and, of course, everybody has to figure it out, but that goes back to, you know, him, in, you know, having that injury and being out for a while and having to come back in and refigure it out. But you've still seen – his ability to play with this Miami Heat bunch grow even in his absence because in a couple of games since he's come back, as you said, you've seen him share the ball more, um, let yeah. the ball or the work, keep energy on the rock. And I mean, you know, we're going to get to that. So we're not going to, I'm not going to go all in on that, but, but that's something that you want to keep at the forefront of your mind, how Tyler Hero's playing. And he's still getting his shots, and he's still showing up when this Miami Heat team needs him to show up the most from a scoring perspective specifically. But I mean, you know, that's just it. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna get to that. Like I said, there's a little more in depth of a topic we're gonna talk about there. Of course, something that's been hot since he came back from injury. But you know, then you move to your second your second guy last night, um, who would be Duncan Robinson, who was absolutely, Woo! I mean, just crucial to this team's winning last night oh. and most of that work didn't come for Duncan Robinson until the money quarter um which is the fourth quarter in which he played 11 minutes and 55 seconds went six of seven from the field 
two or three from three point range. Had an offensive rebound and assist. Hello, somebody. Um, I mean, just 21 in the fourth quarter um, to help lead this Miami Heat listen, to victory. Man. I mean, what what do you got to say on that, Dean? Listen, listen, listen. You see what my name say? You 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 see where we at with it? Listen, Duncan Robinson, K, six men of the year. Six men. I, I just want to say that we we're stepping on our own toes because like we we gonna get there. Um, could be, could be. Has, has Duncan has Duncan earned the trust of 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 the coaching staff? Is he safe come February? Oh hell yeah! I mean yeah, but he's all got no choice. Not, who? Yeah. What other shooters that you have? You need him to in my mind. It was hyperbole last year. Um, in my mind, it, you know, it was hyperbole for me. But last year, for me, it was hyperbole in that I just had a strong belief they wouldn't move him. Um, this year, it's been overwhelming, overwhelming, you know, conviction. It's like they didn't move him last year because they knew this. Yeah. Like, and they just now at the same time, they were a victim of their own circumstance in that they could have given him an opportunity to show more of this last year and they didn't, did, but they yeah. also didn't move him because obviously they saw this work being put in. Absolutely. Um, and at this juncture, and I said it a couple of weeks ago, maybe on the heat versus the world pie, um, the main pie. I mean, at this point you really have to ask yourself, you know, just a year ago when people were complaining about his contract, he's probably underpaid right now. Yes. I would agree. Yes. Now, I mean, that isn't something that, you know, we have to talk about even thinking about deals or nothing like that. It's just what a concept. It's like, you know, when he got the deal, people were like, eh. and then, of course, last year, um, people were like, yeah, you know, the worst contract. But now looking at his game and what he's able to oh, do. No, no, he's definitely not the worst contract on his team. I, I, under- we want to get to the guy who's the worst contract on his team. Well, I, I think I know what you're going to say, and I have a different opinion about that, too. But that's another topic we're also going to talk about. Um, To move right along, since we got a little bit about Duncan, we see how you're feeling. We're seeing how, you know, we both yeah. feel about Tyler Hero. Definitely going to um, give me a 55 jersey next week. We now have to ask ourselves this question. Um, The Tyler and Jimmy Butler thing. Um, That, like, yes. Tyler and Jimmy Butler are probably not probably they're the best two offensive players um, on this team with Duncan Robinson mm-hmm. making a strong case for three. Um, but and in and, and Tyler's ability to play within the offense and move the rock and keep energy on the rock, as we both alluded to um, early on in this show, um, is, <laughs> you know, something that increases the likelihood of success or potentially could open a window where you see success with Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero. But for me, my thing has always been, it's not about Tyler's game. It's making a choice between Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero. It's like, are you going to sit Jimmy Butler? No. So you sit Tyler because what we've seen, in my opinion, is not anything to do with a deficiency or a disrespect for their game. It's simply that they play better when the other one isn't on the floor because they operate the same from a rock rain and space manipulation perspective. Like they both want to be able to get to wherever they want to get to on the floor at a given moment to exploit that weakness that exists in that moment. But if they're worried about bumping into each other and doing that, 
it's just ineffective, not only for them, but for everybody around them, because it isn't set up where it's cataclysm and holes that one man can see. Now you got two dudes trying to see holes, the other three dudes in complete cataclysm. And then if it comes to a point where those two dudes can't get it done at the same time, the other three dudes, they can't get anything done. You run into a situation where the Miami Heat got 0.3 seconds on the shot clock and they don't get a shot off. That's what I'm saying. Okay, now roundabout point. When you think about what Tyler Hero has done in these last couple of games without Jimmy Butler, that kind of highlights the point. It has nothing to do with Tyler Hero. It has everything to do with everybody else. Um, now, to build on that point, to compound that point, even to confuse the world, to confuse you, to confuse everybody even further, when you think about Tyler Hero's ability to play the way that he's played in the last two games, moving the rock, allowing the offense to come to him, that does give you more hope um, that there is, you know, maximum success in a opening lineup featuring both Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero. But then it just begs of the question. It's like, okay, we're seeing growth there from Tyler Hero specifically. You're making me feel like it's more possible than it ever has been. But are you still forcing a square peg in a round hole or even better? Would you do yourself more of a service, especially considering you've seen yourself struggling in that mid third quarter in those wanky areas where both of your scoring points, where you're playing a lot of your bench guys, would you do yourself more of a service as a team to keep one of your best scores on the floor at all times? And that's the only question I ask. Now, again, I want to preface all of this by saying with what Tyler Hero has shown the last couple of games, his ability to play within the offense, to move the rock, to give up a good look for him, for a great look for somebody else in his team, that gives you more hope there because what it's showing you is that he's becoming more comfortable trusting other people to help him be his best self. But you still have to ask the question, are the Miami Heat handicapping themselves in some way Absolutely by trying not. to, you know what I mean? Okay, so talk no. about it. Absolutely not. Like I'm, I'm gonna give a short and simple answer because you need both of those guys. Like it's, it's just, it's just simple. They have to find a way. They have to find a way to, to, to be compatible towards each other. Like, like it, it, it has to work out. We have, like, we, it has to work out. We have no other option. Those two are, you no know, the, the three highest paid players on this team. Tyler is the future. Jimmy is. The present, so like it has to work out. We're want to win a championship today. Well, not today, but you know what I mean. Like we, like we want to win a championship, and this is the roster we have constructed, and like it has to work out. Like it, it has to. For some odd reason, I, I hate that. You no, know, this is even a discussion, but for some odd reason, them two together on the floor, somehow it doesn't always work. For some odd reason, I don't, I don't understand why. And they, they've been together for a couple years now. And I think that's and I think that's why I'm asking, because now you put yourself in a position where it's like we see that Tyler can make it work. OK, so yeah. you take that and you harness that for those moments to your point, Dean, where they're going to have to play together, because even by staggering them, you're not I mean, saying they're never going to be we on can the limit. We, yeah, we can limit the minutes on the court together, obviously. I mean, but why would you want to do that? And I, and I think that's just what, because 
even though you're thinking in your head, well, you got this elite talent in Tyler and this elite talent in Jimmy, along with everything else together. Oh my God. But it's almost like I just I, 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 I pose it to you in I pose it to you in superhero forms. It's like if you got the human torch in the Iceman, right? Like they're a dynamic duo. And it's like Iceman is an alpha level mutant. You know what I mean? I don't mean to get too geeky, but that means he's a, the most powerful kind. Now the human okay. torch, you know, he ain't alpha level, but he's still pretty strong. Hell, he, he's combustible. He's made of fire. Um, but it's like those powers, powerful as they may be individually, all right, together. Yeah, I mean, you 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 might not want to if you if you the you know if you if you the guy signed the making the pants together, you don't want to put them together because then you canceling out their superpowers. Like okay, if he no. go get busy and he trying to get busy at the same time, well, he gonna melt him or he gonna keep him from flaming on to this highest flame on activity. Okay, well, I'm going to explain in basketball terms, and I'm going to stay with the Miami Heat. I might take it back a, a, a while ago, but. You know, and, and I'm not comparing the, these four players. I'm not comparing them whatsoever. I'm just trying to make an analogy for, you know, for people to understand. Now, we had two all-time great players come together, and LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. And, and, and those two guys were head. Hold up. Hold up. They were, they were like, come on, they're their top 15, 20 greatest players all time, and Jimmy Butler and Tyler, they're not. But what I'm saying is they found the way. Yes, the first Jimmy's year it was kind Jimmy's, of, Jimmy's top 50. Don't, do, don't disrespect Jimmy uh, he, like that. Top 50 is amazing. Today, he's top 50 today. I'm not, not all. I'm talking about all time. Not just in today. Not just in their era. They were top. They're top 15 to 20. Anyway, that's time. a different conversation about all season. That's a conversation. Yeah, we all had season. that okay. conversation in the All-Star weekend, you know? But, but what I'm saying here is they found the way to play together. They found a way to play off of each other. Yes, we've seen it. It, it, it was hard sometimes in the beginning and the, the, their first season together, but they found the way. And that's what helped we're them. We're trying to look. It's, a, it's the NFL Saturday. We're trying to get in and out of here. So I'm going to just go ahead and save Dean some time and skip past the rest of this. And I'm going to answer him and let him respond. D Wade right. deferred to LeBron. Deferred. So now tell D Wade deferred, right? I'm gonna I'm, 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 I'm again. Disagree. I'm gonna disagree. No, bro. We come on now. We this all know D Wade. I'm gonna disagree. I'm gonna disagree because we seen we seen what D Wade did to Dallas in the finals. He didn't. Right. No, 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 no. And but for the most the part, Wade right. talents. Dwayne Wade talents after that, you know, and after, you know, his talents may have stepped back. He didn't defer to LeBron. He his talent level step may have took a, a, a step or a two back. It wasn't no him, LeBron. Bro. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bow down to you and, and no, let you it wasn't that. because that man LeBron would listen. We're going for a whole another hour, so let's not take it there. But and I love D-Wade. D-Wade. Dwayne is my favorite player all time. Like can't like there's no one to, he's my Michael Jordan. Like he's my but before LeBron came to Miami, I was a Dwayne Wade fan, first and foremost. 
like it, it didn't it never matter how many championships he would have won. I was I'm a Dwayne Wade guy. But I, I don't think he deferred. I I, I disagree with that. But right, I, I, I understand what you're saying, I, I, and I get what you're saying. Maybe Jimmy or like I don't know. I, Tyler. I don't know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Tyler but has time, it, but no, it, no, no. I disagree because it's times where it'd be, I, and I'm not a Tyler fan at all. Like I don't like the guy. I don't. I'm not. I don't like the guy. I don't like him as a basketball player. But like I don't think he can be. Uh, you know, whatever. But it's times where I'd be like, I don't know, there, Jimmy. I, I I think I had the ball in Tyler hands during this during this stretch. It's times where I I have said that, and they both gotta understand that. In this situation, let me put the let the ball go in this guy's hands. Let him take over the offense right now, and if it doesn't work, we'll, we'll switch it back up. Okay, now and I think those like them two being two alphas, it's hard, and I don't think one either one of them wants to do that. And and my thing is, all right, let me let me let me completely clarify. So when I say D Wade defer in that second year. There was a clear like they they stopped, and I think that created a pecking order. And that's when you saw Braun. I think that's well documented. That's when you saw Braun take that next step. Um, because for some, I mean, however it happened, whatever you want to say, D Wade was like, okay, look, this your this your squad. I'm a I'm gonna be your one A. I'm gonna let you do your thing. I'm gonna be exactly what you need me to be, and I'm gonna give you superpowers when you need to. But this your okay. Now when I say Tyler defer, I don't mean physically like. I know what you mean. Bow over. You know what I'm saying to Jimmy? Yeah. No, I'm explaining it for the people. What I'm saying is, okay, the reason I even have this leverage or this side to take is that you look at the whole I must be a starter thing of last year. Yeah. Yeah. Ego. is it? Like, bro, you – right. So you were the best bench player in the league, one and six man, scoring 20 off the time, clearly – not just a part of the what the Miami Heat were doing, but a superpower. Like, we had one of the best benches in the league because Tyler was coming yeah. off the pine, giving you 20, like just waking up, showing up, giving you the business, giving you 20, had one of the best benches in the league. So my thing is, okay, even if you're going to start, you have to continue to show us that you have that – I'm it's – I don't want to sound blasphemous, but I'm using it in the context. That D-Wade mentality to be able to say, hey, this guy is the best player. I could go out there and put up these numbers. I could go out there and try to do it because I'm capable. But right now, this dude is the best player. So whatever I do, I'm going to make sure that not only am I trying to maximize myself, but that I'm also putting only this one dude's ability above mine when it comes to impacting my team's success and that's okay. what i mean by deferring because like we have to question. right let me now let me get this last little piece out because right. i think this kind of settles it for me my only thing with Tyler, i don't look i say tyler off the bench because that's what i believe i helped the miami he went i don't care how they do it if spoke figure it out if tyler you know they figured it out on his own whatever i think i'm alluding to all that with everything i've said like i just want them to win but you have to see it work out. They they can't be clunky and taking up the same areas and playing your turn, my turn. And again, Tyler's 
what he's shown in just the last couple of games, yes, it's only been two games. Neither of them occurred with Jimmy Butler on the floor. We need to see that. But what I'm saying is what he's shown me in the last two games is very encouraging. Like, he's playing within the confines of the team, except he's he's recognizing those moments when he needs to be Tyler. When he needs to go out and do something amazing, he's doing it. But other than that, the rock flowing. Like, I'll, I'll take it back to this. Last night when the game was over, almost over, and they were, you know, they were fouling out or whatever. Atlanta was trying to foul stall. Duncan had the rock on the far side, top. Right above the right, uh, right above the right wing. And you know, Tyler's down there, you know, probably wide open. And, you know, Tyler in any other situation, I could see him, you know, wanting to rock. Now, you know, just kind of blowing some steam off, walking away after he got fouled, because he wanted to be the one taking them free throws. But last night, after Duncan gets fouled, the first thing Tyler come over there and do is dap his man up, smack him across the chest, and I'm imagine saying, knock him down. Like that mentality. Like I love that. And not to say he always hasn't been that, but he hasn't always shown us that. So I love that we're seeing that. And as long as that can continue, I think they'll be all right. But it's just, I just want people to understand where I'm coming from. It's just about deployment and making sure that you're maximizing everybody and that you're giving your team the best chance to win. Because we clearly have an issue with the scoring laws. Half for three, four seasons now, even though they've seemed to manifest themselves in different ways. It's like in the offseason, they'll go back and be like, okay, well, we got in this situation too much and we couldn't get a quality shot. They'll fix that. And then some other shit have come up. Remember when third quarter was a thing? Well, the third quarter really isn't quite a thing now. It's like, um, get all the way. I don't think so. It's get all the way to the fourth quarter or late third, early fourth, and then collapse. Like, we still coming out, you know, at the beginning of games and out of halves gunning. But anyway, go ahead. What's your take on it all, brother? I I just want to ask you a I just got to ask you a question right here. Do you think Tyler has finally gotten better? Like, his game has finally gotten better because I always said I never believed that Tyler has gotten better. I always believed, like, like his points just went up. His, like, I don't think he gotten better. This year, I can finally say I can look at the game and say he's gotten better because he would never did that. He would have did this bonehead play or, you know, like, I can finally say he gotten better. You know how you look at guys and, like, when guys first come in the league, they be like, once he gets the NBA body, all of that jazz, right? Yeah. Some guys never get it. Like, Mikael Bridges is only ever going to be but so big. Um, Victor Wimbayama, yeah. you can say what you want. He ain't never going to be but Brandon so big. Brandon Ingram, Chet, yeah. Chet Holmgren, Brandon Ingram. Brandon yeah. Ingram has sticking up a little bit, but, hey, yo, but he's still wiry strong. KD, only going to get yeah. but so big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I say that to say this. Okay, Tyler, what you saw – Tyler's first year, okay, this cat can score. Like, you put the rock in his hand, roll it out, he can put that tater in the hole. All right. The second year, you start to see NBA nuance. Okay, recognizing screen and positioning, leverage, how to create his own shot. I've always said for a long time, Tyler's special. Everybody has a special gift in the NBA. Like, Jimmy Butler's special. Jimmy has a couple of them. Jimmy Butler has a special ability to draw fouls. Jimmy Butler has a special ability from the mid-range to the rim to be able to finish in any situation. And Jimmy Butler absolutely has that Michael Jordan thing where he can take over and will you to a win. That's his superpowers. Right now, Tyler Hero's superpower, he might have the clutch superpower. We don't know. He might, though. What we know his superpower is, right, what we know his superpower is, though, Tyler Hero has the ability to finish off of any platform. I don't give a damn what – excuse me, bloop me out, Joe. I don't give a darn what position you put him in, how you make him take a shot, how you're getting him to come off the leverage to start the dribble. No matter what it is, Tyler Hero can find a way to get off a good look and half the time make it. That's his superpower. He started to develop that nuance 
And you really start to see that come together last year um, of him totally putting it together offensively. Now, what you're finally seeing this year is he's physically improved his body. So now all of the things that he's learned, his superpower to finish off a wanky platform, it's not so much because the opposition is making him do it. He's choosing to do that when he wants to because the opposition ain't pushing him around. His offense looks more fluid. It looks like he's learned things because now he can finally get to the things that he learned in the last couple of years because his physical prowess is allowing him to do it. He's becoming a grown man physically. You can see that in the way he moves, how he's able to manipulate defenders and the things he's able to do on the floor from a driving, a rebounding, and even a defensive perspective because he even quoted out the last night's game, which is another thing we don't have to spend a lot of time on, but the Duncan Robinson Tyler Hero pairing on the court, Tyler said it himself because we're both not dunks on the other end now. And that's simply due to, for Tyler, him physically bulking up. Duncan had to go learn, I need to move my feet and keep my hands down, which he has. But they've both improved defensively for that reason. I would just say what you're seeing this year now is finally all of the basketball nuance that Tyler has learned in the last couple of years finally come along and pair well with him physically bulking up. That's a good analogy. That was great. I, like I appreciate it. I tried, brother. I watched the games. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to say that Bam taking too many middies, even though Capella's retreating and giving you the midi. And then when Capella push up on it and try to block the midi, you blow by him and tear it off the rim. But that's neither here nor there. What were we talking about? Um, So the state of the team and the total outlook right now, Dean, um, do you want to see this team make a move? I think this is where we're going to get to the worst salary conversation you tried to bring up. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to see them make a move. I don't give a damn who you go get. I don't, I don't, I don't care who they go trade for, but get Kyle Lowry off this team immediately. Like, I mean, no, like seriously, I mean, damn, K, is he going to play any type of basketball? Any, I mean, any, is he going to play any type of basketball all year? Besides, like, he's getting a free workout. He's, that's all he, he's working out. He's getting paid to run up and down the court. He has been the worst, absolutely the worst point guard in Miami Heat history. Get him off of this team now. I rest my case. I just sent Joel a message in the uh, group chat to tell him church <laughs> people to log off because this is probably about to be an intense debate on Dean's side. Because, I mean, I can be calm, and he's going to be upset. I think Cal Laurie has been pretty good for the Miami Heat this year. I haven't. When they needed a scoring punch, like when Bam and Kevin Love was out, like that first game Bam yeah, missed, yeah. I think Cal Laurie that came out and decided, I'm going to shoot it. Game. But any other time, I think Cal Laurie is still there making the key defensive stops, being a pest, being a nuisance to the opposition. Um, he always has his hands on play. He always sticks his head in. And if you look at it, yo, Outside of Jimmy, outside of Bam's presence, because he does so much for this team, and of course, outside of Coach Spo, but he's on the sideline, I would dare say that the most important person to this Miami Heat team's success no. is Cal Laurie. No. Because oh, he's my the guy. God. Yo, he's no, the not. guy getting everybody no, you organized. Just disrespect this man. Bro. Bro, yeah. he's the guy. Yo, like, you can literally see a disorganization 
when Kyle Lowry isn't on the floor and it's not funny. It's not, I'm not making nothing up. Like he's telling everybody where to be. Like, even if he isn't always like, I look at the box score or I look at his stats sometimes. Like, I'm like, Kyle, you ain't took a shot yet. Or like you over three. And then he'll make a big shot or he'll take a shot when we need the most and make it. But more importantly, like I said, bro, he's helping continue that pace. He's helping make sure cats are where they need to be. I think that, Everything he's not giving us box score wise, he's giving it to us intangible wise. And you know, like I know, that matters. I mean, we can disagree on this because I can't argue with you from the perspective of what do you expect $30 million to look like on your basketball team as a fan. But sometimes you get immense value in other areas. And I think that he's giving us that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I... I got to calm down, man, because I, I totally disagree. I can't believe you just said he's the I, most important value on this team. I, did, I didn't We're say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I said I said after Jimmy, after Bam. No, you didn't say that. Some, I did. I said after Bam because he does so much for this team. I literally said he, that. He, Don't he, make he, me make Joel chime in. I literally said that, bro. Bro, there's no way. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. I. I hundred percent, I hundred percent disagree. Like, I, I don't know, man. Maybe my TV just just hates on Kyle Lowry so much that I just. It don't must be. It must that. be that Philadelphia TV package. It, it, it that's must shame. be, man. Because that's home like, for him. What I, that's see, what I see from him, I see the worst point guard in Miami Heat history on the court. Every, I, I don't give a. Don't that's tell wrong. me. Don't that's tell wrong. me. <laughs> That's Do not wrong. tell me that this guy is a he's a he's the a worst ever. He's the worst second, ever. He's the second coach on the court. No, he's not. No, no, if that's the case, put his ass on the bench and let him coach from the bench. I, I, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I I, I definitely want to see any. I don't care who it is. Just just I don't just go get another point guard. I'm up now. I'm at the point to where is though. I miss Gabe Vincent. I miss well, Gabe I'm, Vincent. A couple things. I'm sure Gabe Vincent misses Gabe Vincent, but he oh, also yeah, misses uh, yeah. he also misses the Miami Heat. But <laughs> I digress. Most definitely. But no, seriously, like I I I I would take anything. I would take Norris Cole today over Kyle Lowry. I wasn't gonna disrespect Norris Cole like that because I was trying to think oh, of like oh, another point. The, I, I was Don't trying to say he's the worst point guard in Miami history. No, 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 no. I'm not. And that's why I was trying to think of another one because I know there's somebody else. But, like, just in the, in, in you know what I'm saying, the doldrums of my mind right now, I was going, like, Mario Chalmers. I was going, like, Jay Will. I was going, like, Jerry Gary Payton. I was going, like, uh, NoCo. I was just going through my head real quick of what I could come up with. Because it's, like, who was the point guard doing those, you know, doing the James Johnson, Tyler Johnson years? Like, wasn't Goran the point guard? Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I was like, if it was Tyler Johnson, you could say Tyler Johnson, but he was uh, just a small. He was just the I, I, smallest I might, two on the face of the planet. Yeah, I, I, I. Anyway, all I'm gonna say is that that was strong. Like, I, if if you saying that Cal Laurie is yeah, I, no, Cal Laurie is the worst absolutely. point guard, bro. If, if we go, if we go history, down the list, if like, we go I, down the list, listen, we don't have time for that. But no, that's no, definitely that something we're gonna do on. We're gonna, yeah, we this will definitely do that for another time. Maybe during All Star Weekend, 
we'll do a, you know, something like this. We'll do a live thing on Twitter or something like that. You know, but I, I mean, if you go down the list, absolutely, man. Like, I'm I'm not I'm not feeling this whole Kyle Lowry thing, man. This experiment was wrong. It was off. I I totally wish Pat would have traded him. Um, yeah, I'm just not feeling it, bro. He has not Wilders. lived up to the expectations of Wilders. other Miami Heat fans. I like I'm, I'm he gotta go. He is the I, worst contract in basketball. Again, I cannot. Wait, argue he got an expiring deal, Joe, right? Absolutely. Joe, no, it's expiring. expiring okay, good. I can't good. argue with you when you say that this if, if if your point is that you expect $30 million to look like something different. I can't argue that. But again, what I mean, me, hey. When we're looking at $30 million, a $30 million point guard, what are we thinking? Like, I mean, we don't, we didn't, we don't want this. This is like what? Six million dollars? Ten, ten, but I get what you're saying. Come on, man. I mean, so like we could have saved that. Money I mean, he's still a starter level. He's still a starter level. I'm just sorry, man. I like cut that contract in half and split it between Mario. And 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 Norris Cole, like uh, somebody, anybody but Kyle Lowry. Wow, wow, wow. Kyle Lowry is probably the second most hated player in Miami Heat history by fans. I guarantee it. If we do a poll, he's the second most hated nah, player in Miami Heat history. I could probably name three right off back that would come above Kyle. Yo, put the poll up on Twitter. Who is the most? Who is the most hated player in Miami Heat history? I mean, if you're talking about actual players, I'm probably going to put. Hassan. Hassan is probably, one. He's I'm one. Put Hassan. Um, I'm going to probably put Myers Leonard up there. Yeah. Um, I like the Myers, but you got I a like lot of people Myers. who don't. I like um, and I understand that. That may be something with his personal beliefs or not. I got nothing to do with that. Um, or, oh, you know, things he's done in his past. He's probably, yeah. you know, probably a splendid person, better person now after all the work he's Shut done. You know what I'm saying? Mind. I'm just. I'm just saying that was the situation. No, no, um, Joel is chiming in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, brother, you I said that. that. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't think I should have said that. Okay, all right. Um, Joel is chiming in talking about Mo Harkless and um, Belicia were worse than him. I, I, I like, like Belicia. I think we should have kept Belicia. I like the Belicia um, also. I like them too. Mo Harkless. Um, yeah, uh, I got. I think I got one. Oh, uh, what's the guy we got from Charlotte? The power for it, we got from Charlotte years ago when uh, when LeBron left. I can't remember his name. Roberts, Mick Roberts, McBob. I, I like McBob. Yo, I, I'm telling y'all, people hated that guy. We 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 signed him to like what fifty million that year, Joe? Was it like fifty million? Oh yeah, I mean he definitely stole money, but I ain't have a problem with McBob. That was I think. I would say that was a us thing. We thought he was worth more than he was worth. He had a good he had a good run though. Like that right. that, that, that year. I but think but I mean, when you get believe, look, brother, when you get immense touches, when you get immense touches, um, you, it's amazing what you could do. I mean, because yeah. if that's the case, you could also bring in a cat like Lou Aldang. Yeah. No, 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 no. Lou Aldang was pretty good. He he was good in those years when we lost to Toronto that year. When we lost to Toronto in seven. Was it seven? Okay. Seven? Uh, seven. Hold on, it let was... me. I gotta check. Because I mean, Lula, all our, Lula was pretty good, I mean, man. I think he had a couple of good games, but for the most part, 
Luol's tenure in Miami was, it was even forgettable. Um, Luol was pretty good. I mean, he was all Luol had the same impact as Iguodala, maybe even maybe even a little bit more. Don't you don't you talk about heat life for Iggy like that. Don't you do that. Come on, man. Okay, you might be right. You might be right about Luol. I looked at his stats. Maybe I'm just yeah, Luol was I was hey, mad hey, about Joe, We gotta get together, man. We gotta put some things up on, on a on a on a Twitter for the holiday weekend for fans to vote. Luai was Luai was pretty good, but I, I guarantee you Kyle Lowry is gonna he's he's the second most hated player behind Hassan Whiteside. Hassan Whiteside. We'll, I'm sorry. We'll see, man. We'll see. We'll definitely get that up. Get the pull so, together, Joe. Um, outside of your Kyle Lowry, the state of the team now, your outlook. Like when I'll tell you what, I'll just put a nice little button on this question to make it easy to answer. Um, where do you, where do you see this team going? Wow. Where do you see this team going? Um, fight. Like if you had to, if you had to put an endpoint on this team's capabilities right now, like what's the, what's the peak of this team right now, Dave? The peak right now, I, I'm, I'm have to go with, I think we can get to the Eastern Conference Finals. I think I think we can go. I think we can go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I I don't see I, I don't see Philly is Philly is playing is is playing really good. He's playing really good. They playing really good. I think Joel Embiid is a, a MVP conversation again. Um, Boston obviously is going to be Boston. Milwaukee does not scare me as much. Um, I, I think Miami. I think Miami is 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 right up there. I think Miami's right up there, obviously, but I I, I think we got a um. I think we got a, a real good shot of, of going to the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't think I, with the current guard thing is, I don't I, I don't see us going to the uh, finals with Kyle Lowry as our point guard. I, I'm sorry, I don't, but I, I'm real confident in this team. I'm sorry, I'm all over the place, man. Cause I'm I'm laughing at all this stuff being said right here. But I got you. I'm really confident in the team. Um, I would I would agree with you. I'm really confident in the team. I don't have the same issues with Kyle Lurie, like I said, in the championship setting. I think he's actually poised to come up huge. Um, as you mentioned, the Bucks don't really scare me. The Celtics are the Celtics. Um, they always play well, but you know, Jimmy Jimmy Butler has huh? Philly's really good. Oh, I'm going to get to them. But the Jimmy has always had the Celtics number. Look, man, until Joel Embiid decide he's going to get past the second round and win something, these numbers are just empty. He's still mad about losing the MVP, so that's what he's going for. And that system ain't sustainable right now. If you're going to expect him and Maxi to take a 1,000 shots a night and everybody else is going to give you six, seven, eight, five, four, that ain't going to work, especially when you get to the playoffs because these players are too good. And when you're talking about a guy like Spo. He's going to take Maxi out of the picture and say Joel beat us. And they're not going to be able to do that because ain't nobody else had no practice all season long at being the guy if you take Joel or Maxi out of it. And everybody knows that. That's why everybody letting them do what they do. And then when the rubber meet the road, 
and the playoffs come, they're going to take one of them dudes away, preferably Maxi, because it's easier, because he's tinier. And even though he's quick and does get to the cup, if his perimeter stuff ain't going, it's easy to beat him up once he get in the paint, especially in the playoff setting where they allow more physicality to go off. And they're going to say, Joel beat me, because y'all ain't asked these other guys all year long to do anything. So now expecting them to turn on for one series, four wins, um, three series, if they trying to go far, it, it, it's almost impossible. So unless they quickly change their philosophy or they go out and do move Tobias or go out and do add somebody, I'm still looking at Philly as the same team that they have been um, for the last couple of years. So like I said, Milwaukee has never really scared me, even off top. Their offense took a hit. Um, Griffin right now, he's, he's okay, but um, he's not a coach that I fear. Um, I mean, they, in my opinion, and after looking at them, they probably downgraded by firing, but um, – you know, but Giannis is still Giannis. Dame is still Dame. So you have, you know, something to look at there. Um, other than that, though, I fully expect to see a Miami Heat, Boston Celtics, Eastern Conference Final. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. That I, I, like, I hundred percent agree with you. I just, I don't know, man. I, I'm just not really confident in our point guard play. I'm sorry. I, I, I think you've made that pretty well known, Dean. I think uh, we got it. I know. I, 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 I agree. It. I agree. I think, like, I mean, like, it's I'm like, sorry, Kyle Lord. I'm sorry. I, I, I did I not know to, that he was going to get on um, here today and and sell you up the river. Yeah, but no, I was listening to what uh, Bill Simmons, what he was saying, and, and for the first time ever. I actually agree with him. Like, you know, you, you got to look out for this Miami Heat team. And I, and I think Miami, the past three years, have put in the NBA on notice. Like, the all-NBA teams, no matter how bad they record may look or how bad they look in the regular season, once playoff time comes, Jimmy Butler and Spo is like, they turn in, you know, to, to these guys to where, like, you got to watch out for them. So like, like Bill Simmons, no, he been burned, man. Like I said, that whole Boston robbery, and he understand just how much of a mental, hmm, how much of a mental chokehold that the Miami Heat have in Celtics in, who for the last three, four, five years maybe have been the perennial favorites. Even if you look at the Bucks and like you know the Celtics were the team that everybody thought was going to do it, and they've consistently been that I like, team. I like in Boston the, over over Milwaukee this year. Right. Oh, no, totally. But I mean, if you looked at the team construction and just everything, the anticipation coming into each and every year. Yeah. You know, Giannis has been the best player in the world at some point in times. Absolutely. But if you look, you know, if you look in totality at what the Boston Celtics have put on their roster, most people have expected them to be the toast of the East. That's all I'm saying. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In a regular season. Mate. Right, mate, right. In a regular but season. Of course, but, but of course, you know, people come, are fans. And, and other players don't want to admit it, but they know, Mike, you got to watch out for the Miami Heat. Absolutely. But that's like, because they, they, have have one of, they got butt. one of them ones and they got one and of the Yeah, man, they done kick every team, you know what, in the, in the, in the playoff time. So once again, it's going to be the same thing this year. I I, I don't know, man. I, I'm more confident. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm less confident this year that we can get to the finals than I was two years ago. Last year, I had no confidence at all. I had no confidence at, at all. But this year I have a little more confidence than I got last year, but I have less confidence than I had two years ago. I'm gonna pat myself on the back a little bit. Um, oh, yeah. Before we, get to this, before we get to this Christmas Day preview and get out of here. Um, interesting stat. 
Y'all know who the best percentage shooting team in the NBA is, three-point range? Talk to me now. The Miami Heat. Talk um, to I think me last now. year our whole conversation surrounded the fact that the Miami Heat were off to a incredibly putrid start. Like, I mean, historically bad shooting, like below the floor. And I was just looking at this team, and I'm like, yo, they're still having a similar success while not being able to do the one thing in this NBA of 20 and 22 and 20 and 23 that's pertinent to winning, which is knock down the three ball. Hmm. I said to myself, if they can find a way to start Freak. making some shots, that this Miami Heat team going to be one that you don't want to play. Now, Freak. several teams found that out. As we started to come down the stretch of the season, I saw them hit a couple of shots. I would say like the last 15, 20-ish games or so. And I got on these very podcast waves, and I said that. I was like, wait a minute, hold on now. This Miami Heat team hitting some shots. Y'all don't want to see this. This is what they continue to do throughout the playoffs. It's going to be hell to pay for somebody. I'm telling you. I promise you. Just keep your eyes on it. And that's what happened. Now. I'm done. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, Dame. I, no, I, I need somebody. To, for you, though. I, I need. I need somebody to read the verse and say "Amen" every now and again. You know what I mean? What's up, though? Like, and and you you answered it already before. You know, obviously, but do you honestly like short answer? Yes or no? And I I know what you want to say. Do you honestly think with this team currently constructed, you already answered it, but still, we can win an NBA championship this year? Yes. Why? Um, I would like to be short, but you know, no answer short with me. But I'm gonna make it quick. Um, that Joel just put it in the I, chat, and it and it's not yeah, just that but, though. But see, it's the, see, I knew what you the, wanted. I knew what you was going to say. It's the deepest team in the Jimmy era. I wanted you to elaborate but, more. But I know I'm gonna give it to you though. That's what I was saying. Hey yo, um, I'm gonna give you the answer on that. Um, look at the way that the Denver Nuggets won the title last yep. year. They yes, yep. they had Nikola Jokic, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. But it wasn't if they wasn't had a super dog, they had a super dog, but then they had nine cats after him that they didn't mind giving minutes to. Yeah. And all of them cats could hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. All of them. Bro, and I mean and go. I mean they over they overwhelmed you. Now when you look at this Miami Heat team and you start to see guys coming back. You see Caleb coming back, getting off in his time coming back. You see look at Kevin Love, hey. knocking down. He's been playing, hey, look, He's been playing great. Forget that's why I've alluded to it, bro. Like man. Kevin Love, Kevin Love. Great. I mean, Kevin Love get you double digit boards, knock down five threes, get you a couple ugly drives. That game in Minnesota, I, I, oh man. YMCA hook you. I mean, like the depth on this Miami Heat team. I was talking. Shout out to Rich Nurse. Um, I was talking to him waves bro that's what you call it waves like they can just throw waves at you and everybody can hurt you and that's why this miami heat team is among i would say the most serious we've seen the jimmy butler not that other teams haven't been serious because we saw the results but you have to take this team serious early on because like said yo and, I, and i'll even pose this to you as we as we transition to our final question figuring out how to close games is a major problem major mm -hmm. problem I'm not taking it off table. Until they figure it out, anything I'm about to say probably has no merit. But let's just take it for what it is. The Miami Heat have absolutely come out and blitz teams. They are killing teams. For three quarters, the Miami Heat are killing guys. They're killing cats for three quarters. The Miami Heat routinely find themselves up 20 points for three quarters in this season. A lot. A lot. Like, think about that. They're killing cats early on. Now, they can't figure out how to close it, which is huge. Because if you can't figure out how to close, you can't win. You got to close it. You can't win, especially in the playoffs. Now, I agree. So that's something that they got to figure out. But just look at the first parts of game. 
they routinely find a way to get up 20 on cats. Now, in this league where the three is prominent and anybody can come back, it's not something that's t- that's always happening for teams. Like, every team ain't going up 20, 15, 20 on it. The Miami Heat routinely this season have gone up 15, 20 points on cats. Now, let, they let them back in it. Look at the Minnesota game. And that's what's so frustrating. So we so yes, they have to figure it out. But the Miami Heat have shown an ability to overwhelm teams um already. And once they figure out how to close that deal, once they've overwhelmed teams, and they're doing this with their depth because it just seems like they're just constantly coming from somewhere. Caleb will hit you with a nasty drive. He'll drive it next time and then dish it to Hame, who's slicing through to beef your little dude off the block and get an easy lay in the paint. Or Hame going to then kick it back out to a three-point shooter who's going to knock it down. You know what I'm saying? And that could be Kevin Love. That could be Duncan. That could be Kyle Hart. That could be Jimmy Butler who's taking more threes. I mean, this team hits you in ways. And, of course, with Tyler Hero playing the way he's playing in these last couple of games, I mean – they can overwhelm you. So that would be the reason they could win a title because when it's all going right and it don't have to be one or two or even three dudes, like most things, like when you think Minnesota, when they're at their peak, it's going to be because Ed Edwards is elite on the oh, offensive damn. end and give him what he wants. It's going to be because Cat is being that 1A, that 1B, knocking down shots, getting you points in the paint. And it's going to be because Rudy Gobert is defending the paint and getting weak side blocks off his Watuzzi. So it's like that's how it is for a lot of teams. You're one when when the Lakers are going well, it's because LeBron is being Braun at 40 years old. AD is beasted and they knocking down shots between Austin Reeves, D'Angelo, and the rest of the guys. But for the Miami Heat, when the Miami Heat are operating at their highest levels this season, it's because nine dudes are all coming at you. I mean, think about what we've seen from a guy like Thomas Bryant in the last week or so. Yeah, he sat on the pine. But then he come back and you the reckless aggression, though, bro, you say he sucked, but he's been the guy that has put a spark or infusion of energy into units that have maintained stability or dare I say, come back in the last couple of games. You got to look past what your naked eye is telling you. And that's the part of that depth that's going to ultimately help the Miami Heat win the title. I think he'd be better in the playoffs, though. I I honestly think so. But uh, yeah, and I like what you said about Minnesota. Minnesota is a. Yeah, they're a good team, pretty good. They're they they seem scary, but they gotta send a video and show me consistently. Same thing as Philly. I mean, same thing as Philly. When the playoffs start, you're gonna be able to lock in on one aspect of the team and can everybody else do it. Send a video. That's it, Minnesota. Send a video. Send a video. We we know what you're doing. (laughs) We know what you're doing. Um, Christmas Day preview, man. Um, I think I told you where I feel about the Philly situation. Um, look, Philly gonna get you all the numbers in the regular season. Joel's gonna get off, yeah. he's gonna do his thing. MVP candidate, Maxi gonna make everybody say, Oh my god, he's so fast, he can get to the room, he can knock down shots, which he can. Nah, he's he's pity pass. He's quick, like, he's, man. He is no, he's amazing, he's cat quick. Um, but he's tiny, that, that but he's tiny. So bounce. get in the paint, oh, oh, get man. get in the paint in the playoffs, and them guys gonna beat you up. That I mean, that's my take on it. Um, the Miami Heat. It's a 50-50 game. Either team could win, in my opinion. Now, Jimmy yeah. Butler play, I think, with 52 to 48 um, because, you know, Joel respect him too much. But, you know, it's a 50-50 game for me. I expect a good game, though. I expect a great game. I think this might be uh, – can be one of the best games 
you know, on, on Christmas Day. I do expect it to be one of the best games of the day. Yeah, man. I expect you, it to be one of the best games. If you look at the Christmas Day slate, just not to cut you off, but just to your point, you got the 76ers Heat at eight. You got the Bucks Knicks. Um, the Bucks and the Knicks are currently playing right now. And if you look at that score, um, trying right, to pull boy. it up, it's 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 ugly. Um, one thirty. What it, the game actually is it in is the garden already. or is it in Milwaukee on Christmas? Um, I want to say it's in the garden. They tend to play those, you know, primetime games in the garden. You know how they go. The Bucks just beat them one thirty to one eleven. Yeah, we don't um, want to see that game. Right. So if you look at well, Monday, I mean, gardens, you expect that's the first game noon game to you know explode to go but. off. And then you got the Warriors Nuggets, you got the Celtics Lakers, you got the Mavericks Suns. The Suns just lost to the Trailblazers the other night. Yeah, I'm just I, saying. Miami um, and Sixers might be the best game. Miami Sixers might be the best game. You got, I mean, you got you, Golden State playing who? The Nuggets. Uh, yeah, I mean, now it's just like a lot of these games is just market games. They're not going to be good games. They just they just there for the market. You know, they're, they're bringing right. The they're games. name games. They're name, yeah, they're names. name games. But you know um, what I mean. Because when you look at the Mavericks and the Suns, you're like, Luca, Kyrie, D-Book, Kevin Durant, Bradley. Yeah. Oh, my bad. He's in the hospital again. Um, Celtics and Lakers, you know, you got the history behind that, whatever, yeah. whatever. Um, you know, Warriors, Nuggets, you know, you got the brand, San Francisco, yeah. Steph Curry, best shooter in the world. Clay um, Thompson has improved his play over the last couple games, though. Shout out to him for yeah. that. Um, yeah. But, you you know, you might see the Warriors put the Nuggets in a choco, pun intended. Um, <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like I said, 76ers. And the Heat probably are the best, you know, just pure hoops game Basketball, of that day. That's going to be the um, best. I, I would say so. I would say so. Um, so what's your thoughts before we get ready to close it out here, man? What you think? Who going to win that game on Monday? Um, Obviously, I think Miami's going to win that game. It's going to be a good game. I expect Tyler to go off. Tyler's going to go off. I'm, I'm send, a message at, to, send a message to the Maxi stands. He, oh, yeah. He, he's going to have a career high in points. Mm. That's my, so that's my think, prediction. So you think he's going for 30? I'm, uh, uh, mm, career high. I think, I ain't gonna put no I, think I think Tyler Hero's career high is like 40 something, right? I'm not sure. I want to say his career high. Yeah, it's 41. Ooh, you know points what? I changed my mind. Against 41 points against the Rockets, December 15th of 2022. I, matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm not gonna it's gonna be a Duncan Robinson or Tyler Hero big game. Duncan might break the Miami Heat all-time three-point record. Not all-time three-point. In a game. He's going to break okay. the mic. That's my okay. prediction. Or Tyler okay. going to go for 45. I wanna, you know what's funny? I want to say that record is held by Tyler Harrow with his 10 three-pointers. Duncan's going for 11 or 12. Hold no, on, wait, who, who's tied? I thought ain't, ain't, ain't uh, Chalmers. He's not tied up. He's not number one. Tied. Hold on. You might be right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold I think Chalmers had like 10. Okay, you're right. So uh, that's funny. Tyler Hero has 10 in 2022. Duncan Robinson has 10 from 2019. Mario Chalmers has 10 from 2013. Yeah. And Brian okay. Shaw has 10 from 93. Shout out to Brian Shaw, man. Shout out to oh, B. Shaw, man. Yeah. But no, uh, so that's my prediction. I think my aim is going to win. I think it's going to be a big game from either Tyler or Duncan. Tyler's going for maybe 45, or Duncan's going to go for 11 or 10 threes. I, I'm, I'm pissed, okay. man. Like the NBA so you said either so you said either Tyler Hero gonna have a career high or Duncan Robinson gonna tie it tie their own record or break it by one. Yes, 
That's nice. The NBA, the NBA did this on purpose, man. When I, I seen the schedule, I said uh, Miami versus Philly on Christmas Day. I was super excited, Kay. I, ooh. Then I looked and seen it was in Florida. I said, damn. I mean, but you know, I will see in Philly, man. No, it's you. It's beautiful because it shows that they're showing that they're finally showing the Miami Heat a little respect after a couple. Yeah, of I'm years happy of, we got a Christmas Day I, game. Right. I just, I, I just well, not not play. only getting the Christmas Day game, but having it in Miami. Oh, you got a point. But is they going to show up in Miami? That's the thing. Well, we'll see. That's a different story, and that's why Monday is going to be so beautiful. I will say this: since we're Miami centric podcast, um, we want the world to know out there that both of us. Our Cowboys fans, and we know you guys um, can't wait for that game to come on um, oh, on Sunday here. Um, give me a prediction. Give me a quick prediction on that game, Dean. What you think the Cowboys going to do versus the Dolphins on Sunday? It's going to be a close game. I think 24-27 Dallas. Ooh, 24-27 Dallas. I was actually um, on the fans podcast from the Heat versus the World Party Network. Shout out to that, um, man. I, 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 I tuned into it. It, it, was, it, was, it was I liked it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. You know, I just tried to add some, add some, you know what I mean? Add some Cowboys love on the show. But like I said up there, I was tempted to go six points. Um, I mean, I was tempted to go, you know, three, six. I ended up going with the six points. I think it's going to finish 27, um, 21 in the Cowboys favor is what I think I said. And I still believe that. Um, I think the Miami Heat, I mean, look at me. I think the Dallas Cowboys, um, will find a way to make the most plays. On defense when they need to. And this is a big week for DQ. Um, he gotta be able to stop the run, man. He he gotta be able to stop the run, especially Listen, after what I, I, I got for. Raheem Morris on my fantasy. So I, I and 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 the finish and you know and you know most of the touchdown, you know, most of the touchdown machine this year. So we'll see. Yeah. I, you know, we'll see, man. Um, playoffs in the fantasy. I I need a win. I'm down, I think 20. I, I bet 20, you do. I was down the first round, but let's not talk about that because that's still hurting. That's still hurting. Um Listen, man, you got anything else before we wrap it up, Dean? No, nah, man, go Heat, man. Listen, it's going to be it's going to be a, a, a good season. I, I'm I'm excited, man. I can't wait. Let's do it. We're gonna we're gonna make a run. I, it's early in the season still, but Miami's gonna make a run as they always done. I mean, look, man, you 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 can set your watch by it. When it comes yeah. to the playoffs, the Miami Heat are gonna be in the mix. Um, I mean, like you said, go Heat. Go Cowboys. Follow Deem on Twitter at BL, well, on X at BL Deem. Follow me at K underscore said underscore K. That's Q U E. Um, follow the main channel at HBTW Podcast. Um, keep checking us out. Like, subscribe, share, all of that. Let your friends know. We just try to come over here and deliver some good content whenever we can, man. Again, we thank you for lending your ear to this sound. That's Deem. I'm K. And this has been the Biscayne Breakdown. Yes, sir.